Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministry, where everyone is a winner. Join us as Pastor Charles Buachi rightly divides the word of truth. We, the next few weeks, I better play safe and say a few weeks, not this month. It might, you know, get into next month. But we're going to be talking about the origin of Satan and demon spirits. Now, we want to expose Satan... And we also want you to know Satan's power. And I want you to really, really take this series serious and understand that Satan has a limited power. I said I want you to understand Satan's power. But I want you to understand that he has a limited power. Now, if you, if you say Satan has no power, you're wrong. He has power. But the truth is, he, his power has a limit. And we want to be dealing with this subject carefully so that you will be, will be able to take a stand. Let's look at John chapter 10 verse 10. John 10, 10. John 10, 10. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Amen. Amen. Listen, that is, that is what the enemy is out to do. Satan wants to steal, kill, and what? Destroy. So when the enemy gets hold of you, his intention is not just to steal your gift. It's not just to steal something that you have. Are you with me? That is not all his intention. His intention is... His ultimate intention is finally, eventually, destroy. Destroy. And so we must be careful that when we allow him to steal, then he is going to eventually kill and the ultimate destroy. So don't allow him to steal in the first place. Amen? Then you, you will not go to the second stage and the third stage. So it's important. John 10.10, 10, the thief does not come but what? Steal, except to steal, kill, and to destroy. Bear that in mind. He is out not to do you good. Let's, let Ezekiel 28, let's pick up from verse 14. Ezekiel 28, 
verse 14. Okay. Amen. You were anointed cherub who covers. I establish you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walk back and forth in the midst of the fiery stones. Amen. Amen. Um, we we, we, we want to look at, we're looking at Satan. Originally, he was created as an archangel. Amen. Satan was not created as Satan. Uh, Satan became his name. Originally, he was called Lucifer. He was an archangel in heaven with the, with the rest of the angels. Now, the reason why he became um, Satan was because he disobeyed. He, he set up a, a coup. A coup in heaven to overthrow the Lord. He said, I will build my kingdom greater than you. And you see, one thing we must understand is no matter how high, big you become, don't underestimate the authority and the power of the one who puts you there. Satan got so big, did some tricks, had a third of the angels able to, what's the word? Um, sorry? Brainwash, thank you, that's the correct word. Able to brainwash a third of the angels and say, hey, this guy over there, all he's doing is giving instructions. Let's overthrow him. And God got upset. And God sacked him and his followers. Amen. And so, the key here is Satan originally was an angel. He was in heaven called Lucifer. Amen? It says that in verse 15, you were perfect in your ways from the day you were created till iniquity was found in you. It says, by the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within, and you sinned. You became violent within, and you therefore what? Sinned. We need, we need to be careful. Now, the reason why 
this, these things are important is, you see, our ways are either the ways of God or we are imitating Satan. We say, Lord, you are good. That's his nature. There is no good in Satan. What I'm trying to say is, what we do determines who we actually are. Are you with me? So, we need to be careful. Revelation chapter 12, verse 9. Originally, he was called Lucifer in heaven with, his, with, with the Lord. And in Revelation 12, 9. So, the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who devises who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Amen. Amen. His angels were cast out with him. We know that a third of the angels followed Satan. L notice the word. He was what? Cast out. He was cast out. He was rejected. He was thrown out. Are you with me? He was evicted. He had no place in heaven. Why? Because iniquity was found in his heart. When our hearts not right with God, we are dangerous. We are dangerous. Most of the time, when issues happen, most of the time when issues happen, the occasion that caused the issue is not the real issue. Are you with me? The real cause is something else. Are you with me? So, you see, iniquity was found in his heart. And we set things in our heart where there is no issue. But then we get an occasion to express what is deep in our heart already. Are you with me? That's what, you know, Satan was found of. So, Revelation 12, verse 4. Revelation 12, verse 4. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. Amen. Amen. It says a third of the dragon with his tail drew them. That is the third of the angels that were cast down to on, on earth. Now, 
If you not if you don't put the Bible pieces together properly, it can be confusing. You see, when Ezekiel had this revelation and was given this revelation by the Holy Spirit, see, when God created, when God said, "Let there be light." And let the, uh, the light separate itself from the, 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 the moon. And let the water separate itself from the... In the beginning of, I call it, reconstruction. You know, we talked about creation, chaos, and reconstruction. Well, in Genesis, when he was talking about reconstruction, that is when God is setting aside the waters from the land and, and giving us the sun and all this stuff, that's reconstruction. Because you don't read the, uh, you know, you don't read anywhere along that side when Satan was cast down and then came to test Adam and Eve. So, my point is, Satan was already on this earth, Satan has been cast down. Before then, and, and the, the, the world got destroyed. Are you with me? And then God reconstructed the destruction. Are, are you with me? You see, if, if, if you can imagine, when he was separating the water from the land, right? The, the Bible says that it was chaos. Now, God does not make anything chaotic. Everything he does is good. So why is the earth chaotic? Because it's been destroyed. There has been life and it has been destroyed. For what reason? We don't, have, we don't know. But and, and it also, you see... When God said um, during Noah's time and, and God with water destroyed everything, what did he say when he, uh, um, Noah came out? He says, I will no longer destroy the world with water in this way anymore. Now, if it was the first time, would he say anymore? That was the second time. He's done it before. He's done it again. He says, I won't do it again. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you see, Satan has been cast down long, long before Genesis 1. He was already on earth when God was creating Adam and Eve. He was already on earth. Praise the Lord. So, is an, Satan is an old folk. What I'm trying to get you to see is, he's been around for a long time, but his lease on this earth it's only a lease, it has an end. His contract has an end. 
what Adam and Eve uh, um, uh, um, transferred to him has a, time, a, a period that his lease would run out. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Satan, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, So he's been around for a long time. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse four. Whose minds the gods of this age are blind? Who, who minds, who minds the god of this age has blinded? Who do not believe? Left the light of the gospel, of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. Amen. Amen. Whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, least the light of the gospel of uh, the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. He is the, you know, Satan has gotten hold of the mind of the people. He is the God of this age. Satan is the God of this age. When talking about this age, this world. Satan is the God of this world. God, listen, God, Adam gave lease to Satan to rule this earth. But he has a limited time. Now, how does he rule this earth? When believers are also in this earth, he rules through the world system. You've heard about the 666. And you look at things. And you, you, you heard about chips that are eventually going to be, that is the world system. And in this process, Satan dominates and rules. Whether you like it or not, that's a fact. But as much as he has the least, he has the power, he has the authority to rule, and this is why the the, the, please, can I just say, the non-educated in the world, in the word of God, the non-educated in the word of God will be casting out Satan. Die, die, Satan die, Satan die. You never will kill Satan. Not lie. Stupidity. I'm sorry. But it's true. Listen, he has time here. Until his time runs out. You can't do nothing with Satan. You can't do nothing about it. You can't do nothing about him. He has every right to do what he does. But not in your life. That is the difference. 
He has every right. He, God has given him. He, uh, you, know, you know, God gave Adam the authority on earth. Adam sold it to Satan. And Satan has every right to do what he does. But he doesn't have right over you as a believer. That is the difference. He has no right over you as a believer. And that's the difference. That's what you need to know. And that's what it's all about. When you know the power of the enemy, you also ought to know your power. Jesus Christ, he dethroned Satan in Colossians. He made a show of them openly triumphant in it, telling all the world, every spirit, every, every realm, telling them that Jesus is Lord. He overcame the enemy. He overcame him through the, he shed his blood and dismantled all his powers. You need to have that in your heart when you're going through a situation. Yes. You, you don't need somebody telling you, go, you know, do, go and do this, go and do this. Come, let me pray for you. This one is powerful. Sure. You need God. You need God in your life. You need to believe the word of God. If one shall agree as touching anything, it will happen. Get somebody believe with you and stand in agreement and pray and then have faith in God. Have faith in God. Don't have faith in man. Some prophet. The only prophet they will give you is prophesy in his pocket. It's true. But you need to know God for yourself. You need to know God for yourself. When we first went to Mama, I was, I, I was coming home one night, driving from Four Hamway House, just up here, coming home to Taunton East. And now I know what I was doing at the time. I didn't know. I mean, just... Things was just running through my mind. Uh, now I know that I was, I was talking to the Holy Spirit or the Holy Spirit was ministering to me. But things were just running through my mind and my situation and, or our situation and where I am now. And, and Julie's just being born. And I parked the car in front of the house. And I'm sitting in the car. Things running through my mind. And all of a sudden, I said this in my spirit. I said, and it's the spirit that is speaking, you see. It says, you know you. You know you. In other words, I know myself as uh, how I am. And the spirit said, if you don't jump in this, deep and if you walk on the you know on the edges you soon fall away so i made a decision i'll jump on the in the deep and then i was just thinking of mama and then i asked my question myself a question if tomorrow 
she falls pregnant again. So, so I, said, I said to myself, you know what? I ought to develop myself in, a, in such a way spiritually that I can fight my own battle. That I can fight my own battle. You don't need anyone. Listen, people will help you. People, uh, that's what we are supposed to be doing in the five-fold ministry. You know, uh, raising men and women up that they are not tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of uh, doctrine. We are to help people and nurture them and encourage them and build them up so that they can stand on their own two feet. You don't need everyone. You need people to ask that around you to help you. Nudge you, go on, you can do it, go on, you can, and help you to grow spiritually, that you can stand on your own feet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, Satan, whether you like it or not, he has right to be here. He has right to be here. Praise the Lord. Ephesians 6. Ephesians 6. Verse 12. Ephesians 6, verse 12. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness, in the heavenly places. Amen. Amen. You know, a third of the angels came down with Satan. So Satan has hierarchies. He has a, 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 he, he has a system set up. He has um, governors set up. And so he's not stupid. It says, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and against powers. Principalities and powers, two different things. They are all demon spirits. But they have different strength, different operation. Against the rulers of the darkness of this age. Rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. They've all got different assignments. That's the best way to say it. They've all got different assignments. So, you know, Satan is not stupid. In fact, he's quite clever. So he assigned his followers for different tasks. So you and I need to be smart. Amen? To combat his ways. To frustrate his plans. It, it requires dedicated, committed hearts. Not for someone. 
see, I, I, see, not for someone, but for your own good. I, you see, I set out with this approach. I need to develop myself spiritually so that I can fight my own spiritual battle. That was how I set up. I set off to go. And as I pursue in developing myself so that I can stand and fight my own battle, that's, that's, where, that's what brought me here today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So you, you, the key is a desire to develop spiritually. The ministry comes after. How much do you want God in your life? How, how much do you want God in your life? You need to be hungry for God. You need, you know, it, it's like you need, you, you want more of that relationship with God. You want more of it. And the more, someone said to me, he says, with, with, um, with exercising, and you know I'm now into exercising. With exercising, you see, the more you exercise, the more you want. It's like, the more you exercise, the more you want. And the more you get closer to God, the more of God you want. You don't, you don't, you don't say, you know, well, I've, I've had enough of God. No. The more you get closer to him, the, because getting closer to God... It's, it's just fantastic. It's just wonderful. Praise the Lord. Let's, let's look at um, Ephesians 5.8. Ephesians 5.8. Ephesians 5.8. Oh, sorry. Did I say Ephesians? Yeah. Sorry. First Peter five eight. A one 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 one. First Peter five verse eight. 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 Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Amen. Amen. So the, the enemy is active today. Praise the Lord. Let's all stand, please. Let's all stand. Praise the Lord. Let's all stand. Everybody stand. Let's lift up our hands. Praise the Lord. Let's lift up our hands. Just wave your hands to the Lord. Just, yep, wave your hands to the Lord. Stretch out, stretch out. People are beginning to doze off, so stretch out, stretch out. Wake up, jump up and down. You know, wake up, wake yourself up. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you want to yawn, yawn. <laughs> Praise God. Yeah, that's good. Let's be seated now. You need the blood to flow a little bit, man. You, I can't have you sleeping on me. 
I can't have you sleeping on me. Even though I'm still preaching good. Yes, First Peter 5 8. Um, it says Satan and his demons and all his um, cohorts, they are active today. They are, they are still very, very active today. Amen? And so we need to be careful. He's roaring li about like a lion. Now, take this. He is going about like. Like means it's not the real. Man, I'm into English grammar now. Isn't it? He is like a lion. He is not the lion. He's looking for Listen, oh, he is looking for someone that is available to devour. Don't make yourself available. Seeking someone that he may devour. Don't make yourself available. Do you hear me? Don't make yourself available for the enemy to devour you. How do you make yourself available? You make yourself available by acting the way he acts. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He's roaring about like a lion. He's not a lion. He's pretending to be a lion. Pretending to be a lion. Looking for someone. See, when, when, most, most of us... I was going to tell a story, but I won't. Or let me tell the story. When I was when I was back home in Ghana, I, I make I have to be honest. I'm making this up, okay. <laughs> when I was back home in Ghana, we went to the farm, and in a, a big cocoa farm. This is not a true story, okay? Please, in a cocoa farm, I was running, and then all of a sudden, I, I saw this lion running after me. All right. So I saw the lion running after me, and so I, 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 the, the faster I ran, I could I couldn't run anywhere. You know, I couldn't get away from the lion. So he came and looked at me and said, "Son, I'll let you off today." <laughs> uh, I'm trying to make a point here. Listen, the sat uh, the uh, Satan roars like a lion. Okay. He is not a lion. When we see a lion, most of the time, we freeze. The presence of a lion causes us to freeze. Or if we run, we can't run as fast as the lion will run and he will catch up with us. That is why the enemy pretends to be something that he is not 
to get you to freeze so that it can get hold of you or to run that you, you won't be able to. My point is this. Don't allow him. Don't allow him. When, you know, I've told you, I've said this here several times. Lester, he said that Lester Samro went somewhere in South uh, America, there somewhere, um, and, and he was in a meeting. He was preaching, you know, one week program, and he's in, be in bed in a hotel, and then he, he, he in his, as if in his sleep, half asleep, he saw an object right there. And so he lift up his head and saw this object standing there. He said, oh, it's Satan. And fall back to sleep. The point about it, about it is he knew his authority in Christ and the presence of the enemy made him not shake. It made no difference. Are, are you with me? And we need to have that boldness. Listen, it will be very, very, very wrong for God to allow Satan to have his right in you over your life. Do you, are you with me? Even when you've done wrong, God, that he, his, his protection is not when you do right. I'm not giving you a ticket to do wrong. But that's the truth. Parents, you send, you, you know, th this child is, is not doing what you want him to do. So when a lion is coming, you will say, go and let the lion eat you. Will any parent do that? But yet, why are we thinking God will allow that? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You need to have confidence in your father. Come what may. Isn't that the song? Day by day, come what may, kept by the power of God. I am kept by the power of God. Oh, I am kept by the power of God. I say, day by day, come what may. Okay. Come what may. Come what may. Day, every day, come what may. Whether good or bad, whatever. Every situation has nothing to do your uh, uh, has nothing to do with your protection of God, uh, with the exception that you run away from His umbrella. And I'm not talking about run away from church. I'm not talking about that. Church is to equip us to grow to fellowship. No, your relationship with God is what I'm talking about. Day by day, come what may, you are a child of God. You are a child of God. It's not good to be isolated. You need a family, a community. That's why we gather together as a family. 
but it has nothing to do with your protection. I'm not going to tell you if you don't, if you live living word ministry, you don't, you lose your protection. No. You are a child of God. That's why you are protected by God. Day by day, come what may care by the power of God. Praise the Lord. Revelation 12.10. Amen. So Satan is active today. He's accusing us in the presence of the Lord all the time. He is the accuser of the brethren. Amen. Now, one thing we need to, to have peace about is that Satan cannot, does not, will not, and can never, never, never reproduce. Amen? He does not, you know, what, you know, Satan cannot interfere with what God has already set up. The system that God has set up, are, are you with me? The system that God has set up, Satan cannot interfere with it. So he cannot reproduce. He has power, and, and, and this, is, this is where, you know, um, there are spirits that can hinder the seed that you sow in the ground that it will not bear fruit. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, that is actually interfering with God's system, isn't it? Are you with me? So then, Satan right has a limit of, of how far it can go. When you stand on your ground as a child of God, his power cannot interfere with what God has said or set up in your life. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Praise the Lord. Um, let's read. So he cannot reproduce. He cannot bring human beings to, you know, he can't give, give a child. And are you with me? He can't give a child and he cannot um, read your mind. Satan cannot read your mind. And that is why it's very, very, very important that sometimes you zip up. You see, whatever it's in your mind, when you bring it out, Satan gets hold of it. And sometimes we speak too quick with our plans. We speak too quick with our plans. He cannot read your mind. No wonder why. All that the angels spoke, uh, said to Mary, Mary, 
kept it on her heart. Never said a word, never said anything to anyone. Now, you, you see, if you, if you, if you, you have to have a balance of things. There are things that is between you and God that you put on your, you, you, you hold it on your chest. And, you know, there are times and, and, and you can't say, I, I don't want to tell my husband, I don't want to tell my wife because Satan will, no. That, that, you, you know, there, you have to have a balance. Am I making sense? There are things you share. But the point is, Satan cannot read your mind. Praise the Lord. I'm just rounding up. And I didn't get anywhere near where I thought I would get. But the Lord is good. Praise the Lord. The, the, the whole purpose of this series is, I want you to recognize the power of the enemy. The enemy has power. I want you to recognize the power of the enemy. And I also want you to recognize that his power is limitless. Limited. He has a limited power. And I want you to know that he is at work today. He is the ruler of this world system. So you cannot follow the world system. He's active today. He's, he's at work today. But you as a believer, you have authority over all the works of the enemy. Praise the Lord. Satan has a right to rule on this earth. To rule in the world system. But he hasn't got a right to rule over you as a believer. You need to know that. You need to know that. That when you speak in the name of Jesus, Satan responds. Did you, get, did you get that? When you speak in the name of Jesus, Satan responds. He bow at the mention of Jesus' name. At the mention of Jesus' name, every knee bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. At his name, at the mention of his name. So you have that name to apply in your situation. And stand on your ground. That's where faith comes in. That's where believing God. That's where knowing what God has said to you, concerning you. That's when it comes in. Use the word. And overcome the enemy. I am proud. Standing here. That we have people that are not running left, right and center everywhere looking for some prophet. I'm proud 
of that. I'm proud of you. Day by day, you, you, you're getting to know uh, or getting closer and closer to God. It can only get better. So I want us to pray. Wherever you are, spiritually, ask the Lord to help you to grow more and more. It's not something that, uh, you know, God has answered my prayer now. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm an adult now. No, there is work to be done. You are praying for the Lord to help you to do the things that you need to do. Pray that the Lord will help you. That you can get up in the morning and pray. St study the word. Study to show yourself approved. Spiritual exercising. Fasting and praying. That's a good spiritual exercise. So pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We bless you, Father God. We honor you, Lord. We praise you. Of truth, you are God. And there is none who is like you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of our forefathers, the God of Israel. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Blessed be the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Great is your mercy towards them that fear you. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30 a.m. at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you are blessed.